Hello and welcome to episode six of Filmy Ladies. I am Beth. With me is co-host Pitu. And very, very, very friendly appearance special guest, Amrita. Yay! Hello, filmy ladies. <laughs> she is the filmiest lady we know, and we're so glad she's yes. here. Uh, we are talking today about Indian adaptations of Jane Austen novels. Amrita, like us, is a big fan of the source materials. She also has a book YouTube channel, which she can shout out at the end of this episode. So we know she's accustomed to talking about books and accustomed to talking about Indian films because she is one of the three co-hosts of the Khandan podcast, which probably everyone who's listening to this already knows. So we're super excited that she's here. We have three films to talk with you about today. Each of us is kind of leading up one of the film discussions, and then we'll move around the circle and we're going to start with Pitu. What did you watch Pitu? I watched one of my favorite movies of all time which is um, the 2000 Rajiv Menon film. It's in Tamil. It's called Kandu Konde Kandu Konde or I Have Found It and it is an adaptation of Sense and Sensibility. Um, I've seen a lot of Sense and Sensibility adaptations and Kandu Konde is hands down my favorite um, mostly because I love the direction and I love the casting. Um, I mean, Tabu as Eleanor kills it. And then Ishwara Rai as, um, you know, as Marianne kills it. Um, there's Mamuti, uh, there's Ajit, there's Abbas. The music is spectacular. Um, I mean, and every frame in this movie is so beautiful. I mean, it's, it's Rajiv Menon. So of course, you know, it's going to be really, really pretty. And it's just very watchable. And I feel like it's very true to the source material, but also set so beautifully in South India. Like it starts with the village of Pugundi and then it moves on to like the big city of um, Chennai. And it's just, it's such a great adaptation. The music in that movie is just so spectacular. All the, the choreography too. So I don't speak a single word of Tamil. And in 2000, when this movie came out, and I'm a giant like Ishwara Rai fan. And the soundtrack was just so amazing that back in those days when you had like blogs and stuff um, in the ancient times, I found like a lyrics and music blog. And this person had written down all the Tamil lyrics of this movie, but in like a Romanized script. So I printed everything out and I memorized every single thing just so I could sing along to my cassette. And the best part was that I, because I don't speak Tamil, my pronunciations were horrendous, but I would insist on singing along. I'd be like, and all my Tamil friends were like, no, please stop. We cannot hear the abomination. And I'm like, no, but I want to sing. And they were like, no, not in front of us. Um, but I mean, that was kind of the power of um, Kandu Konde. And I'm very much an evangelist where I'm like, if you want to watch Tamil movies and you've never watched Tamil movie or anything like that, you really should start, at least start with Kandu Konde. It's just so, it's so lovely. There isn't a bad word I can say about this movie, sorry. So. I think it's also really um, commendable that it is one of the few Jane Austen adaptations that really, like you said, gets the casting right. Like, especially mm -hmm. the one where Mamuti plays the colonel. Um, yes. And that is so integral to that story and to whom, um, to who these characters are and how they interact with each other. And it needed to be somebody who was, that much older than yes. Aishwarya and it mm -hmm. needed to be something that was believable 
And mm-hmm. I think like this is probably the most believable that I've found Aishwarya in any of her roles. Like, yeah. um, like I'm a fan too, but um, I I've never thought that she was like the best actress. Right. But in this particular movie, she really nailed who that character is, and you see mm-hmm. that entire journey that she takes, and you it's really believable. And yeah. at the end, when Mamuti finds out that she's in love with him and he mm-hmm. has that little breakdown on the stairs, it is like you needed somebody who was that good an actor to pull that off. Um, and I would never have thought that Mamuti and Aishwarya Rai would have like amazing chemistry, but they, but they did. Didn't. Like they have like amazing chemistry in this movie. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, he is super endearing in this movie. And I love how um, she's in love with Shrikanth, who is like such a cad. His character reminds me so much of Farooq Sheikh in Katha, where he's just such a slime ball. And I want to slap him every time he comes on screen. Um, not that I want to slap Farooq Sheikh because he's an angel. But um, I love how um, uh, Shrikanth is always talking about like Bhartiar's poetry and all this like you know rosy stuff and then Mamuti is like talking about fertilizers and being a commando and having his leg blown off and it's like maybe that's the reason that you can't get dates Bala uh, but he's just so enduring and cute and it's such a great combination of being like wise but also very naive in a lot of ways like he's lovely and before we started um, recording, I was chatting with Beth and I was telling her that I was thinking of like alternate castings for this movie just because it's something I like to do. And I was thinking, you know, who would have been great as um, Tabu and Eshwara's roles, but like 40 years ago or maybe 50 years ago, it would have been the Patak sisters. Yes. Right? Like they Ratna Patak and Eleanor. And Supriya Pathak is like this very lively, exuberant, slightly manic pixie dream girl light kind of a person. And like the Pathak sisters could have been great. And then Nasir could have been like the nice person that this person um, that Ratna marries, like in real life. And then Pankaj Kapoor could be like the slightly bitter, gimpy um, veteran. And I was so excited with this casting. And I was like, I have to tell someone, I have to tell my filmy ladies this casting because I just thought it would be so cool. So, yes. But for me, like, this casting is just perfect. Like, Tabu it and is. Aishwarya, why haven't they been in, like, more movies together? I don't understand. Their chemistry is impeccable. And I've seen a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes sort of stuff with them and even, like, film premieres and stuff where they just have so much warmth with each other, like, when they mm-hmm. greet each other and stuff. It's like you can see that there's a lot of love and affection between Aishwarya and Tabu and they just they just play off of each other so perfectly like we need first of all we just need more Tabu that's just bottom line but then also more Tabu with Aishwarya Tabu with Vidya Balan like there's so many people I would love to see Tabu with Tabu with Konkana yeah I'm trying to think uh sorry I didn't mean to cut you off but um have you can, like I'm trying to think of like other movies in which Aishwarya had a female co-star with whom she had like mm-hmm. you know uh, like an extended role and I can't really think of anything offhand I know that she's going to be so Pony and Selvan is coming out at the end of this month as Pitu and mm-hmm. I were talking earlier and I know she's playing the antagonist in that and that mm-hmm. she and Trisha's uh, character have yeah. um, quite a relationship 
uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, so I'm not going to say anything more, but I can't really think about. I know. One. Yeah, which one? Chokhirwali. Yes. So in Chokhir Bali, their friendship, I forget who was the actress, was it? It wasn't Raima uh, Sen, was it Raima Sen? Yeah, Raima Sen. So that was so integral. I mean, to me, the most, the biggest point about Chokhir Bali was their friendship more than even like the guy I was like, how, whatever, who cares about you? But it was like her and Raima Sen and like their friendship, but also all those undercurrents. I mean, that was really good, but that's mm-hmm. maybe the only thing I can think of. Mm. Sorry, Beth, I didn't mean to cut you off before. What were you saying? You're fine. This is a very minor point. In retrospect, I feel like having the Edward Ferris character, it's not that he's engaged elsewhere. He's making a movie. Yes. (laughs) That's maybe not quite as much of a, a, much of an obstacle, even though we all know what the artists are like, right? <laughs> but yes. I, I, in retrospect, I kind of wish that was maybe done a little bit differently. And it's not, it, his performance is flawless. I have no, no notes, but um, right. just sort of setting that up. That's really my only teensy means mm-hmm. with this otherwise perfect film. <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing about all these Austin movie, uh, books though, by the way, or, or any book from that era, uh, like the Brontes and everyone, is that anytime someone slips and sprains their leg or falls or something, they always end up at like some random neighbor's house. And then the neighbor is always extremely hot, but also like difficult. And then they end up just staying there for a month. Like who does that? I've never done that in my life. When I broke my leg, my mother put me in a rickshaw that was on a bumpy road and took me to the hospital. And, you know, it was a very grumpy doctor who treated me. I didn't get to stay at some like very hot, like neighbor's house. None of my neighbors were hot. So it's, I think I'm a little bitter about it, but yes, that is just a small point I wanted to make. Why does this happen in these books? (laughs) Unrealistic expectations. That's why. Yes. (laughs) Speaking of um, unrealistic expectations from books, how has there not been a Bollywood adaptation of Wuthering Heights? Or has there been? There has. There has. I need it's someone called... to be cast as Heathcliff. No, it was Dilip Kumar and uh, mm. Vahida Rahman in mm. Dardliya. Dildiya Dardliya. Dildiya Dardliya. That's the one. It goes on <sighs> for like hours. Like it just literally <laughs> goes on and on and on until you're ready to die. Like it's the worst. <laughs> That's what they mean by Dardalia. It's like the audience ne Dardalia. I mean, he's playing Heathcliff. He plays Heathcliff and then he plays Rochester, right? Because he's in the Jane Eyre yes. adaptation and you're like, yes. Well, I think he played Rochester first, first and then he played Heathcliff. I mean, well, we need about... a new Heathcliff. No, we don't. The world does not need Heathcliff whatsoever. That's okay. <laughs> we can just skip right over. That's all right. But he is um, the classic literature fuckboy. Exactly. And we don't need them. <laughs> we don't need them. The devotion with which like every generation reinvents that character, like we don't need the original one. That's all right. We can put him to rest. Yeah. Fine, um, whatever. <laughs> um, Beth, talking about movies that are painful do you want to talk about yours sure I can pop this in here and you know talking about movies where Ashwarya has female co-stars I watched Bride and Prejudice 
I don't have a lot to say about this film as a film. It's not, it's not very good. It, it, it is not unpleasant, but it doesn't offer anything. That, that, that is such a Midwestern comment, by the way. It is not unpleasant. <laughs> it makes sense. Like I was happy to spend some time with it. And once we do this, I'll probably never watch it again. Like it, I don't think anybody is awful in it, but I also don't think anybody is very good. Except yeah. Anupam Kerr. I thought he was quite good, but I don't want to praise him publicly. I, I, you could cast anyone in any of these roles and it wouldn't have mattered. Martin Henderson, being an American, first of all, he's much better at it now in Virgin River than he was, you know, in the early 2000s in this role. Why is that character American? No reason. Just let him be New Zealand. They don't have any particular chemistry. She doesn't have particular chemistry with her sisters. Although I do think No Life Without Wife is a cute song, but that's about it. Um, It's just a, it's just, and Wickham and the sister, like nobody, nobody really does anything noteworthy in this film. And it's too bad because it was a good idea, I think. Um, and I, I love Bend It Like Beckham. I really love yeah. Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging, another of her films. That's really cute. But, um, you know, for me- I love Baji on the Beach. That Baji is such a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I don't know what like, with it. I liked Viceroy's House, perfectly fine. Again, I don't think it's great, but I thought that was fine. Um, for me, the only important thing about this movie is it is what got me started watching Bollywood. So it is, you know, the sine qua non of my personal, you know, life. But other than that, I've got nothing to say about this film any one way or the other. Do do either of you like remember anything about it that, that means anything to you at this point? I the only- remember, sorry, go ahead. The only thing I was going to say is that I've never seen such pathetic chemistry between Eshwara Rai and Emil co-actor. Like she would have better chemistry with the sack of potatoes. And it is so central and integral to this movie that they should have good chemistry. So I just don't understand. Like I feel nothing when I see them on screen and I'm just like, eh, whatever, who cares? Um, so I don't know, like did they not screen screen test them together or something? It's just really like, you just don't get in- involved at all. You just don't care really. So if I remember correctly, like Martin Henderson was just like really um, conscious of the fact that he was in like a musical, like a Bollywood musical. And I don't know what he thought the role was going to be before he auditioned for it and got it. But whatever it was, like once he got it, I think he was, he had like full blown regret and then he didn't know how to get himself out of it. So the whole time you can see him visibly cringe through yeah. the scenes where he's supposed to be like romantic or Mr. Darcy or whatever, he really does not want to be in that film. And you can just see how much he does yeah. not want to be in that film. And also like we were talking about Aishwarya doing Kandukonde Kandukonde, but um, Aishwarya is very much a director's actress, yes. which is why I feel like her Tamil movies are so much better than most of her Hindi work, whether she's mm-hmm. working with Mani Ratnam or uh, Rajiv Menon or whatever. Um, and Bengali also. Bengali also, yes. Um, because she works with like a different caliber of directors when she's working in non-Hindi cinema. Yeah. But in um, Bandit Like Beckham, I, I don't know, like there's like this thing that happens to her sometimes in Hindi cinema where you can really see that the director really just left her to do whatever it was that they want, uh, that she wanted to do and then really like 
put any effort into directing her whatsoever because mm -hmm. you can see that she's floundering on screen um mm -hmm. and i get why a lot of the younger directors that she's worked with probably reacted like that because you know you have like Aishwarya Rai she's gorgeous she just like fills up the screen and you're just like yes amazing no notes you know like yeah. we love it um but of course like when you see the final product you're just like um why is she behaving like this <laughs> yeah. like, you know she just like sticks out like a sore thumb um and I honestly feel like Aishwarya would have been like a bigger star if she had like mm -hmm. worked with better directors honestly speaking and yeah. with Gurinder Chadha mm -hmm. I think like that is what happened um, like Gurinder was just so enamored of the fact that she was able to cast the Aishwarya Rai mm -hmm. that she just let Aishwarya do like whatever and she probably found Aishwarya very charming but the thing is like the way that she performs that character if I remember correctly it's it's not very charming it's very oh. arch She's crabby. Um, it's very bratty. It's very brattish. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just this weird, and also Aishwarya during that time was like in her personal life too. Like, I don't know if you remember like when she was on David Letterman, for example, it oh, yeah. sort of like bled into her personal life. Like she went from being this like very like sweet, charming young woman to like whatever she went through in the Hindi film industry just turned her into like this really like, this really like cranky, crabby, like Pitu said, yeah. person. And you can just like really see that in her personal life. And I think it sort of like bled onto her on-screen performances. But yeah, to answer your question, Beth, like I do not have good memories of this film. Mm -hmm. I've seen it just once. Um, I don't ever want to see it again. Um, I think I saw it once for my channel like my youtube channel at some point last year or something and i regretted it immediately i'm like last um, year you're already like i've forgotten that i saw it a year ago yes yeah <laughs> there are two things i i've meant to shout out one is the snake dance oh yeah that's excellent and that poor <laughs> actress obviously has been dragged and redragged for her role in uh that horrible fighting Han film but Meghna Kothari. Yeah, she's yeah. very, very funny as Mary. Um, yeah, I thought I thought she that that whole I, the idea of that performance and everyone being like, <laughs> she does it is is very funny. I also want to praise Naveen Andrews as Bingley. He was quite charming, I thought. In the film, really, you know, like when they arrive in Amritsar, he's you know he's excited to be at his friend's wedding. He's on the dance floor, like everything. I thought he was pretty fun, and if. It was one of those films you're like, oh, busy and uh, Lizzie and Bingley, like, oh, man, now maybe that's because Jane is like yeah. also there. <laughs> you know? yeah. That's not a great performance either. Uh, but he kind of he's he's trying and does something, I think, in the film. But yeah, it is generally quite forgettable and there's no reason to. Naveen Andrews for me is a little bit weird because I really appreciate him as an actor but every time I try to think of him as like a romantic lead he's just too greasy for me like I don't know what it is but I mean like literally greasy like it's not even like a metaphorical yeah. thing like it just looks like he stepped out of a vat of oil and I'm just like why do you look like that like what is happening um I don't know what that is uh but there's just something I'm sorry, icky I'm about him 
I've never liked Naveen Andrews. As in, I know he's a good actor and I'll see him in a movie and I'm like, okay, that was a good performance. But he always gives me the ick. And I don't know if it's because of the oiliness, like you mentioned, but there is something a little bit smarmy about him. That which makes me why, Which is why I think he was so great playing um, the opposite, um, what's her name? Amanda... Um, the movie that came out last this year earlier this year last year what is time but uh <laughs> he plays the the indian guy who is like sort of the um the boyfriend oh. in the, the drama. queen or something the what the queen or something right like no, abdul the and drop, the dropout no 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 the dropout that's what it is okay. yeah 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 not no no that is ali fazil um okay. that is we love that, that's yeah 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 we love who him. else you um, know who else has that sort of naveen andrews ish vibe where it's like you're all of he i don't even think he's that good an actor but also gives me the ick is jim sarb and anytime i hear about people fangirling over jim sarb i'm like why you know he's like a red flag he's like a walking red flag stay away from jim sarb but he gives me the ick too I guess we're all shallow people. It's fine. <laughs> I own up to my shallowness. I actually like Jim Sarb. Like I think like he does that particular character really well. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to do another character soon. Like I don't know right. why he's just like, you know, he's like really comfortable playing that one particular character. Yeah. But I thought for me like he was the he was the part that I really enjoyed about Padmavat. um because mm-hmm. i really didn't enjoy a lot about that movie but like i i enjoyed jim sarb uh and his performance in that movie i like jim sarb and gangu bai kathiawadi small role but he was cute yeah, yeah. i liked him in that but that was it that was the only role of his where he didn't give me the ick yeah. right. there's another medicine compliment <laughs> amrita talk to us he didn't give me the ick amrita talk to us about your adaptation because i think the complaints of mine are probably going to fall away when we talk about yours. Yes, so mine was Aisha which is this 2000 and I want to say 10 movie about uh which is like an adaptation of Emma. And to me like this is one of the best adaptations of Jane Austen's mm-hmm. Emma um just because it has sonam kapoor who absolutely nails that character in an indian context um i haven't seen this movie in a very long time but i remember when it came out and i really enjoyed it and i was like maybe one of five people who enjoyed it and everybody else is just like ew but then i think over the past like 10 12 years people like more people have discovered it and i think they have I won't say they've seen what I see in this movie but I think we have established that it is probably one of the better adaptations of Jane Austen especially in India. Um I don't know why we don't adapt more Jane Austen novels in India. I have no idea why because it fits so perfectly and I yeah. think uh Sonam and her sister and I think this was the first uh Kapoor sisters uh, production if i'm not mistaken um but one of the things that really interested me when i was rewatching this film is that you know how we talk about how the actors zoya and um uh what's his face farhan 
so you know how we talk about the actors having a certain design aesthetic in their films and you can always tell that this is an excellent movie mm. especially when it's been directed by either Zoya or Farhan but i think the kapoor sisters also have a very strong design aesthetic when it comes to their movies whether it's mm. aisha or really the wedding etc um and it, you can really see that come through and what was really interesting to me is that this movie does not look dated the way that so many movies from that era do especially mm-hmm. in terms of the fashion um mm-hmm. which makes sense because of course ria and sonam are like fashion it girls mm-hmm. um and i think ria did you know all the the costumes and things for this film and they're pretty out there and i remember like this is really a trip back to delhi from like that era because i remember um like there's a scene where you know she's doing the makeover for her mm-hmm. you know her pet project and she takes um this character called Shafali to the ritziest mall in Delhi which was also back then the ritziest mall in India uh which is DLF Emporio mm. and it's so quaint to watch it now because you know the way that they focus on the brands you know it's like oh my god it's Louis Vuitton and, <laughs> and i mean it's amazing like those are the things that it's sort of like a time capsule you know that you can yeah. see like what aspirational living looked like in india back then um and i think like that's also the kapoor sisters brand you know it's like all about aspirational living mm-hmm. um but this is possibly like one of my favorite this and khubsurat are my two sonam kapoor movies that i really like um I really enjoyed her performance in the movie that she did with Dhanush but I don't Ranjana Ranjana but I don't think I can call it my favorite because it's like depressing but yeah. Aisha and Khubsurat are not depressing they're excellent you know pajama fare like if you want to pop some corn and like you know have like a lovely evening at home then both of these movies work really well um and Aisha is just I don't know it's a good time and they do a really good job of using like you know um like all the things that you know that um early 19th century England was obsessed with like upper class society was obsessed with fit almost seamlessly into the mm-hmm. upper class of Delhi um so yeah it was it was fun i think did either one of you rewatch it i love aisha it is one of my favorite movies of all time well not like all time that's extreme but i do like it very much and um my best friend and i actually love to quote from it so sometimes we'll just be like chatting and then i'll be like isko victoria secret ki chaddi pehnayenge victoria secret band pad jayega or like you know something like that or um i mean it's just so fun i love ira dubey in it why doesn't she do more movies she's so bratty and snotty but hilarious like i love her um in that movie i like abhedeol in the movie then there's that dialogue that amrita puri has that is so funny like i stopped saying maroon because there's that scene where she says main na manish malhotra ka mehroon lehenga pehnungi after that i started saying mehroon and my friend was like what is mehroon i was like have you seen aisha so it's just 
it's one of those like fun to me it's what clueless is like i can watch clueless 100 million times and i can watch aisha 100 million times so it's just a lot of fun it's a rollicking good time it doesn't annoy me in any way khubsurat is actually an extremely annoying movie so i am going to disagree with you and bet because i think it's terrible because i love rekha's khubsurat and i'm like girl you are not rekha don't even try so i just can't get past that mental block where i'm like oh, you tried to do rekha in khubsurat i just can't get past it it's a it's a thing um but i do like aisha and i i thought of this one point when you were saying that you know how it fits so seamlessly into dali society i think that in a way is the genius of jane austen right like she's long dead and gone and yet her her stories were so you know they were so universal and the characters are so believable <laughs> that's magic uh, that you know you can adapt her movie into any kind of society into any kind of time zone put any kind of like visual aesthetics and stuff into it and it still resonates how many books have that kind of power and i think that's one of like the most amazing things about Austen you can take any of her books and like you said amrita i wish that there were more bollywood adaptations of jane austen because she is very adaptable for our cinema mm-hmm. beth has feelings about aisha share your feelings beth so first i want to say that that was written, it was written by from blog days our old friend devika bagat uh and it was so exciting to see one of her movies um and she's got several monorama six feet under is one of hers for example mm. um very different <laughs> very different kinds That's of very good um i remember being kind of meh about this movie the first time i saw it and then i watched it again with some um friends here who don't have particular ties to indian cinema but are jane austen fans because duh um yeah then i liked it a lot more kind of with a with another group of jane austeny people and i have not revisited it um but I, it sounds like i probably should and i yeah. all that you're both saying that you like about it i can i'm like oh i can see how that would be the case i don't remember most of that but i i do need to give it a try i really dislike sonam as an actor except for Kubsarat. um i really dislike her <laughs> so yeah, that's probably why that's probably the main reason I haven't gone back to this but I haven't revisited it since Kubsarat so maybe I should you know give so it So the thing with Sonam is yeah she's terrible I absolutely despise her acting but the thing is in Aisha she's basically playing herself it's not even acting it's almost like you just gave Sonam for a different name and you just followed her around with a camera which is why it works because it's just Sonam being Sonam so that's great and I think that she's almost like a genius because she's figured this out as long as she just plays herself and is not actually acting she does fine like I liked her in Beauty the Wedding I just don't like Kubsura as a movie but she was fine I guess but it's like as long as she plays this sort of like entitled or kind of like bratty person or person who basically lives in a bubble um she she does okay it's when you try to get her to show any kind of like awareness of the world that she lives in and to actually do a good job that's when she flounders but I think Aisha works for me because I don't think of I just think it's like Sonam Kapoor being herself you know So if you're trying to find a movie in which you will like Sonam Kapoor then this is not the movie for you because <laughs> I think one of the things that this movie really nails is how unlikable Emma is as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Um and 
why she's and you know the fact that she doesn't get that she's unlikable and she thinks she's amazing and yeah. then you see her in context and you you're like wow um i feel like, like you're discussing me <laughs> <laughs> i felt very triggered i was like wait is this a jab at me <laughs> i didn't say anything um so i also feel like uh so you know like when i was saying that kandu konde um really nails his casting by allowing doctor the colonel to be an older man like a significantly mm-hmm. older man um one of the things that most adaptations of emma in fact i'm trying to think of an adaptation of emma that doesn't do this and i can't think of one um but one of the things that a lot of the adaptations of emma don't get right is the character of nightly and i don't think they get it right here either because nightly is supposed to be you know significantly older than emma mm-hmm. um but what it does do is that it creates a character in abhedyol who is possibly one of the best like gentlemanly characters that i've seen in bollywood cinema which mm-hmm. you know like he there's no like toxic masculinity on display whatsoever um mm-hmm. he is very much the moral center of a world in not a preachy way but in a very like gentle like why are you this way why can't you be a better person <laughs> and i really enjoy that um and this is possibly the height of abhedyol as a romantic lead and of course he then like turned around and pooped all over it um in press um so yeah yeah i never understood that what is the tea on this like why first of all why does abhedyol always shit all over the people he works with it's like i want to like him but he just comes across as so like bratty and ungrateful he always goes on these like twitter rants and he says these mean things in interviews or he's like that person sucked and this person sucked and it's like okay you have a Me problem too. with everyone yeah when you have a problem with everyone maybe you should take a look at you <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know but like kitu he's an artist he's so tortured oh so sad um yeah no a legend in his own mind but i um i like this was like one of the like he could have really capitalized on this film um it's really sad that he couldn't see he couldn't see beyond the fact that it was a fluffy adaptation of jane austen um yeah. and i'm glad that sonam and ria told him off in public about it mm-hmm. um you know so yeah Also I know that Abhedyol seems to think no end of himself which is hilarious because like I said I do love Clueless very very much I love Alicia Silverstone in it I love Brittany Murphy in it but I love Paul Rudd in it it's Paul Rudd how can you not love the man he is the most enduring human being alive and it's like Abhedyol you ain't no Paul Rudd okay so just like don't even try um I mean I just don't understand where this like amazing opinion of himself comes from. He's fine, but I've literally never heard of anyone say that Abhedyol was like their favorite actor or anything. It's like, okay. 
Um, but you know what this movie did do, and this is again like one of the things that I really appreciate about the Kapoor sisters. Um, they're really good at taste making and at like not discovering new talent, but in featuring new talent mm-hmm. in ways that makes them more accessible to the culture at large. And mm-hmm. I think. that is what happened in this movie soundtrack because i think this was the first big amitravedi album yes. and it blew me out of the water when i first heard it and it is still one of my favorite favorite albums of all time like it is mm-hmm. fantastic Mm-hmm. Even the lyrics, like of the title song of Aisha, the lyrics are so good. Every mm-hmm. single line basically tells you why Aisha is not all those things that she seems to think she is. It's these very like these calculated barbs and jibes, but it's funny and cute. And there's this like whole big band swing music happening, but it's kind of like, yeah, you're not that great. Calm down. It's fun. <laughs> it's so snarky. It's such a good soundtrack, though. Yeah, I agree. Any closing thoughts about Austin in India? Any wishes for a specific project? Like we all agree, more could be made, but is there one that you're dying to see? I want more like of anything that Jane Austen wrote. Wrote really like I think like we just need to see more um, of Austin in India because I think it'll, yeah. it'll work magnificently well. it's eminently suited i think to indian cinema and indian tastes i would like to see more bronte i know this is an episode on austin but i would like to see more bronte i wish there was more um i really love rebecca it's one of my favorite books and there's only one um re- like rebecca adaptation that i know i think it's uh, mera saya and so i'd like Kohara. to see kohra so i want to see more of that because that would be cool who else Oh, um I love Maya Mamsab which is a such a good adaptation of Madame Bovary by Gustav Flaubert that's really good too. I would love to do an episode on that. That is just such a good movie. Um I actually once incurred back in the Twitter days I incurred the wrath of SRK fans because SRK was doing one of his rare like you know chats on Twitter where he was actually responding to people and I shut that chat down. So he had been going on for like an like half an hour and it was so much fun and then I of course me and my big mouth I had to like t- tweet him where I was like my favorite movie of you is my main so we were so amazing in it and he just like shut up, shut down he was like okay good night for now bye love you guys and i was like was it me what did i do that and then my direct messages and like i it was filled with nasty replies from people and like one of my dearest friends text uh, like replied to me and she was like you you are the one because he really hates my amin sab which is something i've never understood he's very embarrassed and ashamed of his role in it and so no. i was like he's not embarrassed of his role in it but basically oh. it was one of the roles that created a lot of drama in his life at the time i think that it just has like really bad memories for him if i remember oh. correctly um, so i re-traumatized so, him okay yeah no yeah exactly probably um, 20 20,000 other trolls going at him at the same time and it wasn't actually yeah, yeah that's also there Maybe yeah. <laughs> not always about us, Pitu. <laughs> See, maybe I am Aisha. I don't know. 
<laughs> I was like that time that I shut down Shah Rukh Khan's chat, but he really doesn't like talking about Miami himself. No, he re- he nearly went to jail over it because um, they did this thing where like some journalist for Stardust or something wrote a article about how like uh, the sex scenes between him and what's her name? Um, Deepa Sahi. Deepa Sahi. And it was directed by Deepa Sahi's husband, by the way, the, yeah. the movie. And they basically said that she was basically his affair partner and like it was some sort of like weird um like sex project and uh they were apparently like filming like actual porn or something like when they were shooting and he was about to get married to Gauri at the time or he had just married Gauri and her parents were already like you know oh oh my god like you know my our daughter's marrying a Muslim and an actor um, and an orphan Uh, (laughs) and then they were just like what the hell is happening and he just got so furious he he beat up the journalist he went to his yeah, house and like yeah and then he got arrested and then yeah it was like a whole thing where he was just like you don't come after my family yeah wow yeah. so much to unpack there <laughs> from jane austen to gossip you know i know yep. from jane austen to stardust wow we're like high bro we're low bro we're queens of bollywood <laughs> For these and other like insights into old Bollywood, please join <laughs> us on Khandan. Yes. Tell the people, yes. tell the people where to find you, Amrita, in case they haven't already met you. Yeah. So I co-host a, a podcast called Khandan, a Bollywood podcast. It's available on all your favorite platforms, literally mm-hmm. Spotify, Apple Music, like whatever you want to hear it on. Both these ladies, Beth and Pitu, are some of our favorite guests and they've been on multiple episodes. Uh, my, you can see my <laughs> background here. Okay. This is something that my co-host Sujoy designed for our Badsha episode that came out like uh, a couple of months ago. Um, and it's part of our Patreon merchandise as well. Um, so yeah. Uh, if you would like to listen to our episodes, please follow us on literally any platform that you would like. Um, and also check out our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash Khandan podcast. It's the Patreon is fun. I'm a member. I highly recommend it. Amrita, what about your book, YouTube? I have not updated it in a while because I got sick last year and I haven't actually had, um, I haven't had the strength to actually like go back to making like videos in a while, but I still have all my videos up if you would like to take a look. Yeah. And it will, I will be updating it at like a later point. um, My personal favorite episode from your book, YouTube is when you rank Poirot's. (laughs) 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 You're an adaptation fan and you like Agatha Christie. She's got a great episode on all the Poirot's and she is in fact, correct about them <laughs> no surprise uh, I also have an episode that I did for Jane Austen uh, mm-hmm. there's like a Jane Austen festival like an online festival that happens every mm-hmm. year and I did one where I talked about um, Jane Austen adaptations in Indian cinema so if you want to like check that out also it's called mm-hmm. Amrita by the book um, and it's right here on YouTube we will link it in the show notes yeah. Thank you so much for being a filmy lady with us. Our Thank next, you. 
so much for inviting me. Like you're my favorites and I love you. We will have you back soon. We love you too. Our next episode is on Wahida Rayman, I believe. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. It's part of our legacy series where we are looking at female megastars of the past. We did one episode already on Nergis, and the next one will be on Vahida. Uh, I know I'm going to review Guide, and um, I, I don't know yet which one um, Beth is going to talk about, but we really wanted to take a look at um, some of the older actresses and some of those older like black and white movies and stuff. So we do those once in a while, but I love Vahida Rahman, so I'm very excited about that episode. I love Wahida Rahman. I can't wait to watch yes. you guys on it. I feel like we can't be friends with someone who doesn't like her. Like, we why can't would somebody you? not like Wahida Rahman? That's just wrong. Exactly. Not a thing. That's like a tip off, right? It's like, you are wrong. I don't want to be friends with you, right? We can accept a few people who don't like Shah Rukh, but we will not accept people who do not like no. Wahida Rahman. So, no, that is not important. <laughs> yes. I will don't forget to like and share our episode don't forget to subscribe uh we do want you to subscribe and and then write comments I do read all the comments and I respond to them so um we would love to hear from you and what you thought about this episode of filmy ladies thank you for watching thanks everybody goodbye